Welcome to the Fret Prince Podcast, improvisation topics for guitarists. Your host, Jim Ellis. Today, let's talk about five fundamental topics of study that will help our development on the on the guitar. The first one I want to talk about is inlay markers. The most common guitar marker inlays are located on frets three, five, seven, nine, twelve, fifteen, seventeen, nineteen, twenty-one, twenty-four. Most guitars don't have a twenty-fourth fret, though we can still play harmonics up there. I suggest imagining these locations as markers, regardless of what markers your guitar has, as these are the most universal. So if we're practicing a phrase, a scale, chord, or just about anything, we want to know where these locations are relative to the finger position we happen to be in. A position is named after the fret where the first finger is located. This will keep us grounded in any key or musical situation we find ourselves in. The next area is octave shapes. We want to be able to find every instance of a pitch on the guitar and all of the octaves we can find within the range of our instrument. Unison notes can be found by moving from your starting note towards the bridge, five frets on the neck, and moving down a string towards the ceiling. One exception to this is the second string to the third string, in which we move four frets rather than five. We also want to find higher and lower, lower octaves of that same note. After moving through this process, you will find that there are seven octave shapes that fit the fingers fairly comfortably. Next up is to understand the regions. There are five basic regions on the guitar. Um, so the seven octave shapes fit into the five regions of the neck. These are popularly known as caged or C-A-G-E-D. Each letter represents an open major chord form that fits the shape. This method often creates more confusion than clarity. I will try to explain it as clearly as possible. Uh, let's say we're learning the C notes. We play a C chord in the open position or first position. That is the C part of caged. So I'll go through the other letters. Now if we put a capo on the third fret and play an A chord, we have that position. Looks like A, but sounds out C. Capo fifth fret and play G chord, it sounds like C. Capo eighth fret, play E chord, it sounds C. Capo tenth fret, play D, it sounds a C. That is caged. And we want to see these shapes without the capo and think of them as general regions. G and E regions have two octave shapes. The others have only one. 
That is why we have seven octave shapes fitting into five regions. The next area that we want to talk about is knowing the notes on the guitar. We talked a lot about shapes and single notes. We also want to know all the note names all over the neck. A good starting point is to know the notes from the key of C, followed by notes outside of C, B flat, E flat, A flat, D flat, and F sharp. Then work on knowing the inharmonic equivalents of those flats and sharps, B flat, A sharp, then E flat and D sharp, A flat, G sharp, D flat, C sharp, F sharp, and G flat. Occasionally, we will find B written out as a C flat or E as an F flat. If you're just starting out, you may uh, prioritize learning the notes on the fifth and sixth strings, as this will help with uh, lining up the chord shapes. So you look for the root of your chord shape and you line it up with, with that note. So that leads us to um, the next topic, which is chord shapes. There are five basic types of, of seventh chords. Um, these are major seven, dominant seven, minor seven, minor seven flat five, and diminished seven. Um, those are ones you want to kind of focus on. Um, and you might spend a little time on minor major seven, but it's a little more rare. So each one of these should be learned in at least two locations. One with the root note, in this case, the lowest note, lowest sounding note on the sixth string, and the other with the root note on the fifth string. The other three notes will be located on the second, third, fourth strings. We end up with uh, 10 chord shapes in total. So next, let's, let's talk about the number system. To communicate with other musicians and for personal analysis, uh, we use a number system. This provides a context and helps us understand musical relationships. The way it works is that the syllables do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, do are represented as numbers and roots. Do is root, and the numbers carry on from there. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, back to root. This can also be used for modes as uh, specific chords. So the root can be applied elsewhere in addition. Um, chords within a key are often assigned numbers that are represented as Roman numerals, lowercase for minor and uppercase for major. To talk about chromatic notes, we can use flats and sharps in the same way that we can use them for uh, pitch letter names. So those are the five areas of um, study you want to kind of investigate 
and um, become familiar with that will lay a good foundation uh, for playing um, jazz guitar or um, improvisation on the guitar. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Fret Prince Podcast. Be sure to rate and subscribe. You can also follow on Twitter and Facebook. Visit fretprince.com for articles, video, and updates. Thank you.